I tend to tell people that we should be careful in passing judgment because Jesus didn't. But in this week's gospel, I think I may be wrong. Here's the story. As Jesus walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, a rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud into man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back, able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No. But it's somebody, it's someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, then how are your eyes opened? He answered, the man called Jesus, made mud, spread it on my eyes, and get, said to me, go to Siloam and wash. Then I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had form, formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, he, he put mud in my eyes, and when I washed, now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, Well, how can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So they again asked the blind man, What do you say about him? It was your eyes he opened. The blind man said, He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received a sight until they called the parents of the man who had received a sight and asked him, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. But we do not know how it is that he now sees, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that anyone who confessed Jesus to be the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age. Ask him. So for the second time they called the man who had been blind, and they said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have already told you, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Here is an astonishing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but he does listen to one who worships him and obeys his will. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. 
They answered him, You were born entirely in sins, and now you are trying to teach us? And they drove him out. Jesus heard that they had driven him out, and when he found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir? Tell me, so that I might believe in him. Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking to you is he. He said, Ah, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Jesus said, I came into the world for judgment, so that those who do not see may see, and those who do see, they may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say, We see, your sin remains. I love it when Jesus confronts hypocrisy. When he does, it usually leaves the reader kind of wincing or, ooh, you know, grunting a little bit. This week, the Pharisees' hatred of Jesus intensifies as they deal with a blind man healed by Jesus on the Sabbath. And they investigate the situation. They ask questions. The man answers honestly, but nobody believes him. They even begin to question whether he was even blind in the first place and call his parents in to testify to his being born blind. But the proof is in the pudding. The healed man testified to what he knew, that he was once blind and now he could see. But what he saw was a group of religious leaders blinded by hatred. So he pokes the bear. He begins to tire of the questions and he asks them if they want to follow Jesus, which really kind of gets their ire up. They get really, really upset. And their hypocrisy becomes vocal in the declaration that the man was born in sins. How dare he try to teach them about the good things of God. Blinded by hatred, and they're blinded by pride. The spiritual blindness of the Pharisees is complete when they tell Jesus they are not blind. Because of this refusal to acknowledge their own sin, we see a moment where you could say Jesus actually passes judgment by telling them, now that you say we see, your sin remains. The psalmist would write, A broken and contrite heart you, God, will not despise. Of the horrible sins in the world that we must live with, I think pride is the worst. It blinds us to our own faults and puts us on an island unto ourselves, alone, separated from God. I leave you today a prayer. Lord, for your tender mercy's sake, lay not our sins to our charge, but forgive what is past and give us grace to amend our sinful lives, to decline from sin and to incline to virtue, that we may walk in a perfect heart before you now and forever. Amen. <laughs>